Hello and welcome back uh, to the uh, the interview uh, with Stefan and Regis, both gentlemen from Zeiss Digital Partners, and between the two of them representing both the data management side and the data governance side on this really important topic of data quality. And so let's jump into uh, this first question here in segment two, which is data mesh architecture. That's a term that we hear a lot about these days as well. Um, and Stefan, maybe we could start with you. you know, how does the data mesh architecture facilitate improvement of data quality? The data mesh really uh, supports a federated model of uh, data management and compared to, for example, a siloed approach that we often find in such big companies, uh, it really uh, supports uh, the sharing of data. And as soon as you share data, I think you have an incentive uh, to look as a producer of data at your data quality. And as a consumer, you also want to uh, ensure that you understand the data quality and that you get high quality data. So this uh, aspect of data sharing, I think that is uh, uh, very important uh, to uh, improve the data quality and make uh, people aware of the data quality. And uh, such a data mesh architecture also allows you uh, to reflect uh, the business organization of your data in the architecture. Yeah, and to, to top on what uh, Stefan was just saying, um, I would add also to add two points. So from a governance perspective, the data mesh architecture provides a kind of centralized landscape of data domains where ownership and responsibility are assigned to the people in the organization with the most relevant knowledge to understand the business usage of the data, define what's fit for purpose, and who have the highest interest in having the quality of their data improved. So this kind of targeted ownership and responsibility are definitely a key driver also to the improvement of data quality. And another aspect I wanted to mention as well is a kind of data quality methodology uh, uh, perspective. A data mesh architecture helps you with a methodology approach uh, that we call the end product approach. Uh, obviously you cannot measure data quality everywhere. You need to select what and where along the data journey you need uh, to, to measure. So the critical data element and the associated rules. And basically in this uh, end product approach, you start measuring data quality at data products, which are created at data domains consumption layer at the very end of the data journey. And then as your program will evolve, you will measure data quality closer and closer to the sources. Uh, in our case, for instance, the next step will be the data domain ingestion layer, uh, uh, which is closer to the source. So here, data mesh architectures offers a clearer starting point for a data quality program at scale. Yeah, and and perhaps uh, to really bring that uh, discussion home to our to our listeners, perhaps you could you could relate some of the use case examples that you guys have have come across and have been working with within Zeiss uh, just to, to fully understand this, this idea of data mesh architecture. Sure, Derek. So the first use case uh, coming to my mind is the one related to our customer portal. Basically the company created a web portal where customers could among other things directly access information about their size systems or machines or software. 
And basically, it turns out that the quality of information now directly visible to customers was rather poor and did not really match the company's reputation for the quality of its physical products. So some regions were reluctant to go live, apprehensive about potential damage to the company's credibility. It was a kind of uh, eye-opener for, for many in the company. So mm-hmm. a, an MVP, I mentioned it about it earlier, was first created, uh, basically a dashboard to provide data quality measurements, complete less validity of key data fields displayed in the portal, and also to provide transparency around the data flow uh, of all data fields between the portal backend and the respective data sources. So with the rest resulting dashboards, the regions willing to clean their data could go ahead. And uh, so this is the first use case that we actually picked up to start developing the data quality toolkit. We then worked on uh, a few other cases, mostly specific to a single business unit. And eventually we got the chance to be involved in an enterprise-wide major project that Stefan is going to tell you more about. So we have a project uh, that we call Data Readiness. And uh, the occasion was that our company is about to change uh, our uh, CRM system. And we took this as an opportunity uh, for this data quality project, uh, which uh, tried to address uh, two main questions. Uh, The first one is how can we ensure that only high quality fit for purpose data is migrated to this new CRM system? And the second is, uh, how can we then ensure that the data stays of high quality after the migration? To understand the business impact uh, of bad data quality in your customer data, uh, you can use the rule of 10. If you think of maybe it costs $1 to check uh, that a record, like an account or contact that, contact that you want to enter into the system is correct um, and does not create a duplicate, then maybe it might cost you, if you don't do that, uh, it might cost you $10 later to clean that up um, when you have to find uh, duplicates, uh, maybe do some merging, move objects, and so on. And if you don't do even that, that might cost you then even $100 over the time uh, that you always uh, encounter these uh, bad records over and over again. Uh, so in this project, um, we first uh, we try to provide uh, the tools to find and remove duplicates to find data quality issues and help uh, monitor the data quality uh, and look, for example, for missing fields and data and so on. That is one aspect. Uh, But the second is that uh, to ensure that the data quality uh, stays of high, uh, the data quality stays of high quality, uh, we also help to establish the rules and responsibilities of data owners and data stewards in the company. And uh, we also then provide training uh, to these people uh, on data quality. And to round this off, we then also establish a community of these data stewards and data owners and help connecting among each other so they can share knowledge uh, also. Okay, well, you know, I think that that establishes a good um, a good base for us to, to take the next step uh, into segment three. So um, uh, again, listeners to this, if you've just come in on, on segment two, go back and listen to segment one, and then make sure you join us in segment three, where we'll be talking about the future of data quality. <laughs>